Welcome back to the Crossover Podcast, where you get comics, pop culture, and sports. And it is sports time as we are talking week nine in the National Football League. Uh, joining me today is Bill Needles. How's it going, Bill? Fantastic, sir. Thank you. All right. Good to have you. And as always, rounding out our trifecta is Craig Needles. How's it going, Craig? Uh, going very well. All right. You know what, guys? I, I feel like we could have done that intro a little bit better. But I don't, I don't want to go back and erase it and uncut it because that would be like wasting a timeout so i think what we'll do we'll re-rack it and we'll just kind of keep going we'll, we'll try it again but i'll i'll like start five yards further back than i should on the intro what do you guys think is that smart is that a smart idea there yeah what were they thinking oh my god <laughs> it's just wow um freddie kitchens man uh cousin sal's been calling him hugh part two which uh have to say i agree with it's uh <laughs> it's not great he's bad uh, he's he's, he's, he's very bad. bad um i don't know i i, I agree what uh, who is it craig you said they should just uh, drive the brinks truck up to uh lincoln riley lincoln riley yeah sorry and uh like i know that like it's it, lincoln riley's not going to be in vogue this week after what happened on saturday but uh no give lincoln riley the money no. Uh, the fact that he uh, has coached two consecutive quarterbacks who've gone first overall in the draft, mm-hmm. um, the offensive like I, I understand the college success doesn't always translate to the NFL, but give Lincoln Riley a shot is what I would say. Yeah. Um, it's uh, week nine, which means we're halfway through the season. So let's go ahead and check in on my over under bets at the halfway point of the season. Uh, first one's looking pretty good. Cleveland Browns under nine and a half. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Only uh, I think that's probably going to uh, wind up being the case. Yeah, yeah. probably win ten games. Yeah, two two more losses from the Browns, and that's a that's a gimme. Uh, I'll I'll take that. Uh, Miami under uh, four and a half wins, looking pretty pretty safe on that one. Actually, what do I need even five? So they just need three more losses in that one. No, four more losses, and then that one's locked up. Feeling pretty good about that one. Um, starts to get a little iffy here. Uh, Chargers over nine and a half. Yeah. That's sure. tough. Uh, they gotta win. Yeah, they got. They got. They can only win, lose one more game, and then they gotta win the rest of their football games. And I think uh, they're not even close to being good enough to pull that yeah. off. Yeah, and that's exactly it. If yeah. they, you know, a few bad losses, I'd say maybe, but they just played bad. I wish. Because you two guys are degenerate gamblers like myself. I mm-hmm. wish that there was a way that we could have somehow bet before the game even started that that Chargers Bears game was going to end up in a missed field goal going one way, right? Like now it would have been like minus 800 to put money on it, but like still we would have been like, some will miss yeah. a field goal cost them this game. It was like, Oh man, jeez. Um, Buffalo under seven and a half. Whoa, man. I did not see this from the Buffalo bills. Uh, five yeah. and two total, so they need three more wins. So I, I would need them to like fall this. off a cliff. Based on the way that offense looked on Sunday. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That's all I would say. Yeah, I mean, twenty fifth in DVOA. Uh, defense has been very good, I would say, for for 
most of the season. But, uh, you know, there's still a chance for the uh, for the Bills to go on a cooler. I'm not dead yet. It could happen. <laughs> but uh, I'm not yeah. going to hold my breath. Uh, last... The defense is down to 16th, by the way. Yeah. They look so good to start the year. They're at a 16th in DVOA. I think that the, uh, mm-hmm. the, the wheels might be falling off here. I don't know if you're going to win your bet, but the wheels are falling off. I don't yeah. think Buffalo. Buffalo's not terrible because the defense can keep them in games, but they're not good either. Yeah, yeah. And they, I think they still got at least one or two games left against Miami, so they're probably going to be fine. And uh, two. Oh, so yeah, they'll be fine. Uh, they'll probably be a playoff team, for God's sake. Uh, <laughs> might get that Chiefs team. Right? Boy, that'd be... Man, would they host the Chiefs? Uh, no, the Bills would not host anyone. I would suspect the Patriots are still going to win the AFC East. Yeah, oh yeah, no, but... Like, like call me crazy. <laughs> week, week one, though, right? It would be, it would be Bills... Uh, the Chiefs are, are yeah, they, they would be going to Arrowhead. Would they? Don't they have the same record right now? Yeah, but the Chiefs are going to win the AFC West. The Bills will not win their division. True. Yeah, but if they if they have the better record, don't they still get nope. the uh, or did they division change that? Gets the home game. Yeah. Uh, okay. It's Ravens last year who played at home. Right. 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 You're right. Sorry, I get that mixed. Because it used to be like that, right? Where it's just whoever had the better record got nope. the. Uh, yeah, clearly I'm crazy. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Uh, last last uh, over-under bet I had placed, uh, Chicago under 9.5. That's uh, that's looking pretty good. Uh, need three more Bears losses to get there, and I, I, I think that's going to happen because the Bears, they look like trash for, for most of the time. So that's like a 3-2 and two kind of a thing uh, right there. So I don't know. Yeah, it's not too bad. Um, let's talk about... I want to talk about a couple of the bye week teams before we we get into week nine, but not a lot. The Atlanta Falcons, I don't I don't have much to say about them other than the fact that they are a supreme disappointment. Dan Quinn should be fired immediately, and uh, we should all move on with our lives as far as, far as the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, you know, I no, go ahead. I was I was just so certain that they um, were going to be obviously the heck of a lot better than this. I just thought, okay, the defense yep. is healthier now, and the, the, these guys that showed that they could be a, a decent defense in sort of the back half of that Super Bowl season, then they've been injured sort of in the same spots two years in a row. I'm like, oh, but now they're healthy and still terrible. So, I don't know. It's yeah. it's ugly. I, Offense is bad. Quinn's got to go, and I think that they have to make some, well, I don't know. It, you, basically, other than Ryan and Jones, hmm. I don't know if there's anything that's nailed to the floor, you know? I agree. Um, yeah, it's it, to me, it, they just look like a pure coaching nonsense because you, you you look at that team everything you said we looked at that team at the beginning of the season and, and there was a nice little bet on them just to make the playoffs that we placed some money on thinking yeah, yeah. they're gonna make the playoffs come on they're good and, and uh, they, it are, plays that. they are not gonna make the playoffs and they are not good unfortunately and i i think it just comes straight down to coaching um cincinnati Bengals announced today that they are going to be sitting andy dalton in week 10 when they get back out of the bye they're benching him for some dude i've never heard of before who almost most assuredly won't be as good as andy dalton um you posited this to me craig that i agreed with it which is and unfortunately the trade deadline uh came and went like a uh, fart that evaporated in the wind today um where <laughs> we were expecting you know this guy could move and Le'Veon bell received calls and who knows this and and, and then nothing i was happened. making that on twitter i don't think they actually received calls about Le'Veon bell no i don't i don't think so either yeah, anyone um, wants but yeah well, i don't understand why if you're the chicago bears yeah you didn't just call up the Bengals and say you're you're done with andy anyway mm-hmm. what can we do here yeah and just see just yeah. see, because uh, Andy Dalton, I'm I'm quite confident, is better than either quarterback Chicago has on their roster. Yeah. And the Bears think that they have a chance to be good. 
So I'm not saying that you would install Andy Dalton this week. And obviously, if you're the Bears and you make that move, that's that's the end of the Mitch Trubisky thing. And and this management team giving up on Trubisky probably is not a good look. But they are sitting 28th in offensive DVOA because the offense just looks awful. Well, uh, Mitch Trubisky is a bad quarterback. I don't know what to tell you. And and this is the thing. I think it's too. And I think that yeah. I, I think the jury has come back on Mr. Trubisky and the verdict is not good. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's going to be harder for Bears management who picked him second in the draft and moved up to do it to admit than us. Now, that said, there's been some changes within the structure of that team since that happened as far as who's making the decisions. So maybe they'll make that realization this offseason. But if they go in the next season with Chase Daniel and Mitch Trubisky as their quarterbacks, if I'm a Bears fan, I'm pretty furious about that. Yeah, and and just because this is hanging on to guys like Trubisky are how you sink your franchise for years, and they have a defense that is very good. They were the best defense in the league last year. Uh, right now, they are where are they? DVOA. seventh in DVOA and fifth in special teams. So it's clearly one side of the ball that is holding this team yeah. back. And if if it's just up to them whether or not they want to move away from it, and and the smart move at this point from where I'm sitting is to move away from Trubisky and, and try to do anything you can to get uh, something with this roster. Because hilariously, Oakland, eighth in offensive DVOA, they are a uh, Khalil Mack away from actually making some noise here. I don't know if you know this, you guys, because they, <laughs> they can't get any pass rush. That's the ironic thing about Oakland. If Oakland could get some pass rush right now, we'd be talking about them as like a top 10 team in, in the league because uh, they are top yep, 10. But in, like Khalil Mack, right? Yeah. Now that said... They are were able to bolster some of the offensive stuff and the special team stuff. Uh, and John Jacobs, who's been a pretty big part of what they yeah. did, was the guy they picked with the Khalil Mack draft. Exactly. So. Yeah. Like so, getting all those picks makes sense. Uh, it's just it's hilarious that they're a pass rusher away from from being. And if you look where the Bears are right now, like if if that offense continues to be as bad as it's been, yeah, there's a reason that like that Bears pick might wind up in the top ten, maybe. Yeah, it might. Like, is that possible? It's possible. Yep. Um, Los Angeles Rams don't really have anything to say to them. They they got rid of Akeem Talib today, who you assume he was just perhaps was becoming a bit of a nuisance in the locker room. Maybe maybe that's the the issue. Is they wanted to save cap dollars this year for rollover purposes. Because that makes sense because they're up against it. Next year salary, like the over the cap page for the Rams is like troublesome from the perspective of they have no money, mm-hmm. but you look at it other than golf and, and I suppose Gurley, but like, you know, you look at Aaron Donald getting a bunch of money and soon Jalen Rams getting a bunch of money. Like you're thinking to yourself like, okay, these are guys that are getting paid big, but they're good players. Uh, it's going to cost them Cooper cup. That is something that's going to happen. The Rams will not have Cooper cup unless they make some really, really big decisions yeah. uh, that I don't think they really could even make. Uh, so Cooper Cup's going to be gone, but uh, the Rams are over the cap page. Other than the Falcons, it's one of the more ugh, cringeworthy ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, last bye week team, the New Orleans Saints. And, wow, uh, what can you just say about this team? Um, They're great. Yeah. They're really <laughs> Drew Brees came back, and there was a lot of talk about, hey, why didn't you sit him for another week? And, and, and on this podcast, we basically said, like, if he can go, play him. But if he's, like, remotely hurt, then that's stupid. Yeah. But and here's the thing about, oh, my, I, I jammed my thumb. Yeah. It's not like I've got an arm injury or a leg injury or something where you are more likely to re-aggravate or something on those yeah. lines. Like if, you, like, if your thumb feels good, it feels good. Yeah. It's, a different, it's a different conversation. So Absolutely. we went out there and played great. Yeah, and uh, he obviously was damn good as they freaking torched. Uh, God, who are the, the Cardinals, and man? That was bad. And, and yeah, it was just, it, it was, it was not competitive. 
And uh, that's been the case for most of the games in the Superdome. I think, uh, yeah, just about every game in the Superdome this season has not been truly competitive. Uh, 31-9, I think, was flattering for Arizona. Yeah. Uh, the, from where I'm sitting right now, uh, Bill, I want you to know if you, I want to know if you agree or disagree with me on this. Uh, I'm going to say, just right now, week eight, as of us having this conversation, sorry, week nine, as of us having this conversation, uh, I think the New Orleans Saints are the best team in the National Football League. What say you? I have a team other than the Patriots and the Saints. Are you going with the Niners? I think it's the San Francisco 49ers, the best I th- team. I, th- I think that's fair. Um, they, they just smoke. And I know Carolina's playing without Cam Newton, but they just really beat up on those guys. Yeah. And, like, if, if defensive player of the year voting was today, isn't Nick Bosa unanimous? Like, yeah. doesn't he have? Yeah, if, if it happened today, it's not even close. And, I mean, like, I came on the podcast last week, and I, I, I said I think this is a, a chance for the Niners to get clipped. Uh, the Panthers were coming in off a of bye week. They're a damn good team. Uh, they were getting points, and the, I know the Sharps were all over them. I was all over them. So how smart do, do I look now? Um, because that game that was, was not-, not even close from the de- – like, that 10 minutes in, I was like, well – I'm done here. That got that one wrong. Step, shake it off. Move on to the next one. Right? Like it, it was. Uh, the Niners are just doing like well. The, what the Niners want to do on offense is run the ball, the zone run scheme, because that's what uh, Shanahan's uh, both past and present have wanted to do. Yeah. Um, and they were just able to do whatever they wanted against a good defense. They were able to do whatever they wanted. And people said, "Oh, we haven't seen Jimmy Garoppolo have to do this or this." I think Jimmy Garoppolo might be able to help them win a game. Uh, he hasn't had to because they've been winning by so much all the time. Yeah, and so it's not like he's throwing like atrocious picks or anything like that. Like no, you, there, there's nothing to point to in his play where you'd be like, "Oh, that's going to cost him a game eventually." You know, once they once they get into the trenches in in the playoffs and they have to rely on Garoppolo, that's when the Niners will fail. There's none of that going on right now because he's looked good. He's looked damn good. Yeah, yeah. but and here's the thing: quarterback might be the, the the weakest part of the team, but I just have no reason to believe it's going to uh, cost them. No, and look, do I want to see? situation where the Niners are down by a score in the fourth quarter and hey you know Jimmy G's got to chuck it let's see what happens yeah, yeah that's interesting but if the defense is going to continue to be as good as it has been and whew, like they, they've been almost every bit as good as the Patriots mm-hmm. I agree and they've been better on offense like they're I think they're I think they're the best team uh the other team that I will uh throw a note in for uh the guy who I think has been the best quarterback in the NFL for the month of October pretty much Aaron Rodgers you could argue him, but oh, absolutely! I think that you could say the best quarterback in the NFL oh, this oh, has so. been Kirk Cousins. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, I know who you're gonna say. Yeah, like absolutely. Like he's been great. Statistically, you like that? Yeah, absolutely, Bill. <laughs> yes, statistically, it has been him. Like it's not even a for the month of October. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's been him far and away. It's, they've, what, played, they've played some lousy teams. This month, they played the Giants, who they yeah. beat handily. The Eagles, who they beat handily. Yeah. They played Lions, who they beat handily, yeah. and they have played the Washington team, who mm-hmm. they beat handily. Um, a little bit of a tougher test, even though it's against the probably Mahomesless Chiefs coming up on Sunday. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, game at Arrowhead. and like we'll get to it later. But Andy Reid fucking schemed Matt Moore into a quarterback shootout with Aaron Rodgers, and and, right? and it was it was competitive. Yeah, like like he because yeah. Andy Reid brilliant. Yeah, because I had I had the I had the Packers plus four and a half when I was like watching Matt Moore throwing BBs, and I'm like, well, I don't agree with any of this, right? Like it was <laughs> it was not good. I did not enjoy that one bit, other than like, well, the gambling side of me didn't. The other side of me was like, God, Andy Reid is so goddamn good at this. Um, 
So yeah, I, w- I wouldn't say Eric, either. Eric Jones really bailed some gamblers out there. <laughs> yeah, he really did. He and totally some fantasy did. football players. <laughs> yeah, if that fumble didn't happen, why'd you get saved by that this week? Or <laughs> William did. There you go, Willie. Um, well, here's what I'll say about fantasy football. I, let me ask you this question about fantasy football: Is the top ra- is is the highest scorer in fantasy football right now the Patriots defense? No, but okay. they're they're Shit. like eighth or something. So there well, you go. Shit. So there yeah. you go, ladies and gentlemen. Fantasy football is kind of dumb, but uh, whatever. As long as you have your fun. Um, yeah. So let's get let's get into week nine. Uh, we were just talking about the the San Francisco 49ers who actually beat a team. They are number one in DVOA, and we suspect it's because them, unlike New England, have actually beat an actual uh, legit NFL team and not only beat them but thumped them, as we discussed earlier. That was a slaughter. Um, Now, that said, the argument that nobody has played anybody for a lot of these top teams, like like they'll say that about New England a lot. They say that about Green Bay a little bit. and a, and a few other teams like like and they'll say that about a few other fraudulent uh, teams that are teams that they're trying to say are fraudulent like the Bills who are five and two despite being uh, very low in DVOA twenty fifth. Um, there's not a lot of good teams this year. <laughs> it's the problem, you guys. So uh, you can only play who's in front of you, and if you beat those teams, you beat those teams. And uh, to quote the great Bill Parcells, "You are what your record says you are." And eight weeks in. <laughs> Like we're here now, right? Like once you get up to and past Halloween, this is this is who you are, right? So if you're yep. undefeated, you are undefeated, and it doesn't matter which nine teams you played because it, odds are at some point you should have turned in a stinker and you didn't. So here we go, the San Francisco 49ers. I should also say that I have been very busy today and I have not had a chance to really look at the lines. So you're going to be getting like shooting from the hip analysis from Matt Pierce on some of these spreads today. So uh, here we go. 49ers at the Cardinals Thursday night. Uh, Niners laying 10 on the road. How do you feel, Bill? I The Niners are going to crush them, but I don't like... Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think I still take the Niners here. The Niners have beat most teams by 10, and most teams are better than Arizona. So I'll, I'll still take the Niners here. There's going to be enough mistakes on defense, uh, or there, there's going to be enough mistakes made by the Cardinals that the 49ers' defense is going to be able to capitalize. You'll see some turnovers. You'll see some short fields. Uh, I think I like the Niners. Yeah, this one just concerns me a little bit. Uh, I just It's tough for me with the uh, – I mean, this is, this is a really bad team, obviously, going up against the best team in the league, according to DVOA and record. They're tied with the Patriots. Uh, but – Laying 10 on the short week with anybody against anybody is going to be tough for me. What do you think, Craig? Yeah, I'm going to take the Cardinals here. Okay. But only, because, uh, only because I think that the final score of this game is, you know, uh, 49ers, you know, 14, Cardinals 3. Oh, I guess that would still make the Niners the winner. But 49ers, yeah. Cardinals 6. I just think it's going to be low scoring. Mm-hmm. It's going to be sloppy. And I don't want to, I don't want to need 10, 10 points in a game where there aren't going to be a lot of points to be had. I love the under. The yeah. Niners are play conservatively. Like you just watch them destroy. Yeah, no, yeah, but it's, it's it's a short week, and they're on the road. Uh, I I think that they're just going to run the ball a ton, yeah. and they won't up. need to do much more. They're going to yeah. get five yards of carry, and yeah, exactly. So you know, if you like, you might have a situation where you know, and, and the Cardinals' offensive line has not been doing Kyler Murray any favors. So if no. Nick Bosa some horrible thing to Kyler Murray, and the, there's a fumble six or something, it's a different conversation, but. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I really, 
I, I would just, you know, 10 points. Getting getting 10 points at the home team on a Thursday, it's hard for me to turn down. Yeah. yeah. it's uh, Stay away from me, but if I was one of those compulsive types who has to gamble, uh, this is a hold your nose and take the Cardinals scenario for me. Um, heading to Sunday night, and uh, we got another London game, uh, this time at the appropriate 9.30 a.m. start time. Thank God. Uh, the Texans are playing the Jaguars. I initially had this written, or I was initially looking at this thinking, hey, this might be a spot to take the Jaguars um, as, the, as the home dog. But, uh, hey, they're not a home dog because this is a neutral field. Texans getting minus 2.5 in London. Uh, what can you say about Deshaun Watson that uh, hasn't been said about uh, the greatest human beings who have ever existed, Craig? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, he's real good. Yeah, he's good. Uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I thought that kicked in the you face. Know, we don't typically export good quarterbacks for London. True. So I thought this was. I thought that uh, the kicked in the face thing was a little overblown. I still thought it was. It, like, yeah, did you see Pope game? It's oh, yeah. swollen almost shut. Oh yeah, it was. But like, you know, they say. I don't know. I just he took a foot to the face first. Like when I hear kicked in the face for some reason, they. I don't know. Like. It's, before I actually saw the highlights, they made it really seem like somebody Shawn Michaels, like sweet chin music to him <laughs> in the side of the head as he was trying to throw a pass. But really, it was like the guy kind of rolled over and his foot kind of got up, got caught in his face mask there. But I was just like, yeah, that was pretty cool. But, you know, like I, it's one of those things where like they just exaggerated the story a little bit for, for drama. But it was still goddamn incredible what he did with one eye shut, making a throw on the run. That was so awesome. God, I love <laughs> loved everything about Deshaun Watson. The guy, he, he's... Over forever, to borrow another wrestling term in my book, for that Clemson win against Alabama. So, Deshaun Watson for forever. Uh, how do you feel about the minus two and a half, Bill? Um, Texans, probably. just mm. it, Two and a half is enough where I'm just going to take the better team, um, especially on a neutral field. Texans for me. Yeah. I I, I, I love so. the Jags. I, I love the Jags last week, though. And, yeah. and Garth. She was a legitimately good NFL quarterback. I think so. Well, here's the thing. I should, well, maybe I shouldn't say good, but he's a starting NFL quarterback. Isn't sure. Nick Foles getting active? Like, isn't he eligible to return from IR this week? Uh, yeah, I don't think he's ready, though. Fair. Help. But let's have that conversation, Craig. What will you? What would you do if you if uh, Nick Foles were available for this game? You you play Minshew. I think so too, and that really sucks for Nick Foles. It sucks for Nick Foles, but <laughs> yeah. he, the Jaguars, and you've got, if you have acceptable quarterback play coming out of a guy in a rookie contract who you took in the sixth round. You gotta do it. Yeah. That's as, that's as valuable a thing as you can find in the NFL. Yeah, you gotta do like, it. Other than, like, star-level quarterback play on that, like, that's how the Seahawks are able to build those superstar teams. Is, oh, we've yes. got a superstar quarterback in the third round of the draft. That's how they were able to build that those loaded teams. Paying 800 uh, grand Jag- for three years. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The Jaguars, if Minshew is good, yeah, we'll have that ability to do that, which is just nuts. Yeah, good for them. Uh, so yeah, all three of us are thinking Texans for this game. Um, first game of the one o'clock slate. Washington is playing Buffalo. The Bills laying ten. Um, this is the first one that I think I am going to pencil in as one of my five, and I'm going to write it down so I don't forget. But I are don't you think Washington? that. that yeah, I don't think that this Bills team is uh, a team that you should be laying uh, 10 points with. They just don't have the offense. You, you you have to rely on the defensive score. Over-under for this game is 37. So if, if 
Bills are going to cover this game, you're looking at some sort of like 21 to nothing type of game, which I suppose yeah. could happen, but I would be I would be more comfortable taking the plus 10. Because, uh, I mean, the Washingtons have been terrible, but, you know, they've had a couple moments where they're frisky. They're decent on special teams. Maybe they do something there, but I, I would feel better taking the plus 10. What do you think, Bill? Yeah, I think Washington's going to get to, you know, let's say 12, 14 points, and I don't know that the Bills are going to get to their 22, 24 points. So, Bills will win. You know, I think I'd take the points here, though. Yeah, I just see this being like a sloppy 17-14 game uh, to me. What do you think, uh, Bill? Or, sorry, Craig? Uh, yeah, I'm with you. I think I would want the Washington team. I'm just going to stay away from this game. And let me tell you something about this football game, you guys. Oh. Scott Hansen. Really? Do not show this football Over Jets-Dolphins? Uh, Jets-Dolphins is the very least interesting from a tanking perspective. Fair. I just hate these offenses. That's, that's, that's also, a lot. I, 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 I'm not Dolphins saying... Like we need me to put in there. Yeah. But Scott Hansen, do not show this game. Uh, yeah, I will allow for one week only if you want to do two Scott Hansen games. Yeah, okay. that just if, you, if you want to do that, I'm more yeah. than willing. I don't want to do it all the time because I think I don't want to get stale. But I think I think if uh, this might be one of those emergency weeks where I'm going to put up a bat, I'm going to put up the Scott Hansen signal in the sky and say that we're going to have two Scott Hansen games this week because that Jets Dolphins game needs to be recognized for what it is too. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so, but I I. I, I could agree with you on, on, on Washington Bills. Not great. Uh, game that could be not so bad. Uh, Titans. Been a little frisky the last couple of weeks ever since old, uh, they benched old Mariota there. They uh, held off uh, a little Bucks comeback last week. Uh, they're playing the Panthers. Uh, Panthers uh, coming off just an absolute drubbing against the aforementioned 49ers. Uh, Panthers laying four this week. How do you feel about that, Craig? I will say this. I like Kyle Allen. I think he's a, a, yeah. a decent NFL quarterback, but I think that the whole, well, maybe they're better with Kyle Allen and Cam Newton thing. We can just be done with that. Yeah. Uh, um, Did anybody yeah. really truly think that, though? Like, I, 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 I thought. Course, I, the, the, like, the, yeah. the, the typical voices, the, the people that don't like Cam Newton for yeah. whatever reason. Yeah. What, whatever could it be? <laughs> yeah. What is the reason? Yeah. Yeah. You, you might hear from time to time of, yeah. uh, you but yeah, for, give me, uh, give me Cam. It, it, and like, you know, if you're talking about, hey, is Cam Newton seventy percent versus Kyle Allen? That's a discussion. But you know, full level Cam Newton is not close. And we have no way of knowing really what percentage of Cam Newton we're at until we actually see Cam Newton play an NFL game. Uh, I think I'm taking the Titans here. It's now. It's still going to be Kyle Allen for this game. Yes, I, yes. Like, it's still Kyle Allen. Yeah, Newton's I think a week or two away. I think. Yeah, right? like I think he's he's closer. Titan. Yeah, than far for getting back. I yeah. think anyway. And this might be an overreaction, but uh, I, I think I'm going to take the Titans. I, really? I, yeah. I might be laying the four with the Panthers. I think I think we have. I think this might be a. Uh, we're going to go out there and and. Show them what's what. Yeah. I just like the Tannehill offense, to be honest. And I know they got a couple of short fields yeah. gifted them by Jameis Winston this past week, but I've kind of like the offense at least looks competent now, in the post Mariota era. Oh, absolutely. A absolutely. Like, well, I bet them a couple. Of, I, I think I, well, I took them against the Chargers two weeks ago. So, uh, there's Same that, right in the world. Right? Fire. I just think that they may be a little bit better. Than they're getting credit for because they've upgraded not significantly, but enough at quarterback. 
Yeah. Uh, 24th in DVOA versus 15th. Carolina is the higher team there. Um, yeah, I just I think it might be a spot. And I, I think the Carolina probably wins the game. I just don't want to give up four points. Yeah. Four, the four... It's a weird me. Line. Yeah, the four shot me a little bit. I thought yeah. we'd get I thought we'd get three based on the uh the, the whooping, but the four makes me uh think that uh Vegas still wants I don't know, like maybe it opened up at three and the sharps came in on the on the three and now it's at four because I don't know. I think it might be a spot to take the Panthers here because uh, they they might just show te- they might just do to Tennessee what Carolina or what the what the Niners did to them, right? Yeah, that's fair. Uh, how do you feel about this one, Bill? Uh, Carolina minus four against the Titans. Panthers all day. Okay. Um, I think you were right when you said uh, Winston gifted them a few short fields. And, and even with that, they, they put together 27 points. What does that equate to in, in Carolina? What are they going to get? You know, 16, maybe, yeah. you know? Yeah. And Carolina is going to be able to put together 21 or more. So uh, I like Carolina in this game for sure. Um, next up, your boys, the Minnesota Vikings, uh, Bill, are heading to Kansas City to take on the Chiefs, and we currently have no line for this football game, um, obviously because... Uh, are offering, um, some books are offering, uh, Vikings minus one. Okay. So that obviously is the Matt Moore that's line. The Matt Moore line, yeah. I'm surprised that's the Matt Moore line. I thought it'd be the Vikings. You have to give up a little more for the Vikings, but I suppose they are impressed enough with what the offense did on Sunday night without Matt, without Mahomes. Yeah. Uh, Ian Rappaport is saying that uh, Mahomes is not going in this game. He's not uh, going. Yeah, I don't think so. Even last week, that was like, <laughs> I remember getting that uh, that uh, push alert that was like Mahomes might go, and I laughed. I was like, <laughs> no, he won't. Nice try. I'm not falling for that, Chiefs. And. Uh, I think if anybody, if a single person on the Packers staff didn't have the exact same reaction when they received that push alert, uh, then they're fools. But uh, here's the thing, though: if you're either if you're Mike Zimmer or the people on the Packers staff, yep. whatever it happens to be, as much as you're like, "Well, he's not going," mm-hmm. you can't be the idiots that donate zero practice time to. Oh yeah, here's the guy that makes crazy, unbelievable throws, and sometimes yeah. it's figure it out you have to still talk about that yeah because if he's out there and you didn't talk about it it's going to be a bad time mm-hmm. you're gonna have a bad time uh if you prepare for matt moore and, and patrick Mahomes is out there you're gonna have a bad time um now well let's act as if uh this minus one is going on here and it is the matt moore line bill how do you feel um with your team heading in as a minus one road favorite against the chiefs tough place to play and still a good team and obviously the the vikings and the packers when uh packers were able to beat them um i still like the vikings here i i think they're flying on all they're they're playing well right now damn, you know like playing some damn you, football yeah. but yeah like Sides six, the ball. And, there was times when cousins was you know 21 for 22 you know with 88 yards uh, but he was actually moving it downfield, and that's without Adam Thielen, who I think might be coming back this week. Yeah, yeah, he's going to go. I think that the way that I read the situation with Thielen last week was that the Vikings were playing on Sunday. He was probably good. So they so, were playing a horrible football team on a Thursday, so why mess around? Yeah, yeah I, I like the idea of the Vikings here. I think they should be able to win, even though it's a tough place to play. Now, Mahomes was playing, and I'd be real nervous about this, but I think the Vikings will get a W here. Yeah, and... That's another thing is the Vikings extra rest, Chiefs a little bit of short rest because they had the uh, the Sunday nighter. Um, the Chiefs also can be got on the ground, so this might be yeah, and that is uh, obviously what the Vikings very much want to yeah. do. Yeah, and this this Talk might about, like, 
Go ahead. We were just talking about like, oh, who might be the if it's uh, who's the the non quarterback MVP? Like, yeah, Dalvin Cook. Yeah, oh, it's him and Mahomes yeah. or not Mahomes? Sorry, McC- uh, Christian McCaffrey right now. And right? here's the other non quarterback MVP. If like, and and I think people are gonna start talking about this. Uh, Nick Bosa. Oh yeah. Like sure. honestly, he's been yeah. he, like. He's going to easily win Rookie of the Year. He'll probably win Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah. Like, people are going to start talking about that. Yeah, that uh, Booger McFarland might have. That might have been the only intelligent thing he said during that uh, that that uh, friggin' Monday Night game. Was uh, uh, you know they were showing Bosa highlights because why wouldn't they show highlights from better football games? And yeah. uh, <laughs> he, good NFL teams play. <laughs> yeah, and he was basically he was basically you know he was talking up Bosa and was like I think he's the not only the defensive rookie but we got to start talking about him as the defensive player of the year. And uh, yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, I just I feel like the Vikings are going to win this game, but I, I I see it as being like a like a twenty to seventeen type of thing, maybe even just just a. I don't. I don't feel it being as high high flying. I think the Vikings are going to want to do the thing where, hey, let's have the ball for like forty out of the sixty minutes of the game, yeah. right, and just try to chew them up for six yards a, a, a run, right. So uh, we'll see how that goes. But I I, I think the Vikings are going to get a win. I just don't know if I'm gonna. I don't know if I would lay the minus one. Um, <laughs> what do you think, Craig? Um, what do you, you you think the Vikings are going to win? But you don't know if you lay the minus one. Well, I, like, I just I don't have the guts to do it. Point? <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I just I I don't have the guts to do it. Is what I'm saying. Like, oh, I see. I, it's it's the road. I do, like. I, I it's got to be special circumstances for me to take a road team and and. Uh, yeah, this is essentially a pick'em. And this is, yeah. More I'm taking Vikings, and yeah. I I I feel like you know what happened with Matt Moore. Like it was fun last week, but I think okay, teams have another week of tape on this guy. They're gonna understand. Certain limitations. Mike Zimmer, I think, is as good as anyone as far towards for figuring out uh, what to put, what to do to put his defense in the best position to do well. I'm I'm taking the Vikings here. Yeah. Uh, next up, the New York Jets or the New York Ghosts, whatever you want to call them, uh, head to Miami to take on the Dolphins. Uh, Dolphins coming off a short week and an awesome spread cover that uh, was never in doubt whatsoever, and certainly didn't have about four or five things in the last two minutes there that made you crap your pants. The uh, fact it, you were up by 28 and a half points at one point during that football game, like when you're adjusting for spread. Yeah. And at one point later in the game, you're like, I wonder if Miami's going to cover. Yeah, that- it was bad. Like, I, I, I honestly, I didn't get nervous about Miami because I had Miami. Um, I was not nervous until I don't remember who it was, but uh, whatever running back uh, was playing for Kenyon Drake because they traded Kenyon Drake or like Walton. that morning. Walton, yeah. Walton fumbled the ball with about five minutes left when they were down 10. And he was on, like, the Steelers, like, 30. Like, he had just got, like, it was great. Fitzpatrick stepped up in the pocket, saw he was wide open, dumped it to him, and this should have been, like, an easy 12-yard that twelve yard scamper. And then he gets tackled. They go down, and all of a sudden it's first and 10 on the on the Steelers, 22. And I'm thinking, okay, perfect. Uh, like, all I need, because, like, they're down 10, so the field goal's very much in play here. If they put some sort of points on the board here, they're fine. And then all of a sudden, uh, Minka Fitzpatrick just comes by and swipes the ball out of his hand. And I was like, oh, you got to be shitting me, right? And, then, and that, that was what I believe I texted you, Craig, and I was like, well, buyer beware. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and, and all of a sudden, Pittsburgh was driving down, and I'm like, oh, I'm in a little bit of trouble here. And uh, luckily, the Steelers only kicked the field goal, and they, they still managed to cover uh, but yeah, not great. The New York Jets 
are favored by three on the road, Bill. How do you feel about that? God, what an ugly football. I, I mean, I, I take the Jets. That's how bad Miami is. Yeah. Um, but, no, I don't want to put any money on the Jets. Yeah. Ever. Just to stay away from me. Just an absolute, just the all-time stay-away game. Because you've allowed it, I will say this. Yeah. Scott Hansen. Yeah. Do not show this game. Yeah, it's bad. Uh, just see the commercials <laughs> from actually the one o'clock slate's pretty brutal. Uh, if, if Mahomes is healthy, I'd, be, I'd say I'd rather see commercials from Vikings and Chiefs than I'd rather see the game. Oh man, it's it's not good. Uh, the Jets, Dolphins, like I, it just you're not getting enough points with the Dolphins to take them, even though they're a home dog. Uh, no. But you're not laying three with the Jets on the road, so just. Stay away from this football game. There's there's better spots for everybody out there. Um, the Chicago Bears are heading to Philadelphia to take on the Eagles. And the Eagles minus five. Vegas zone, you guys. Um, is that more of a product? Do you think this minus five? Because if this game happened last week, this is Eagles minus three. So is this minus five? Uh, Craig, do you think this is more of a product of the Bears and Trubisky sucking or the Eagles uh, going into Buffalo and getting a little W last week. Let's look at it this way. Uh, one point for the Bears sucking, and one point for the Eagles looking good. <laughs> that, that might be. You might have something there. Uh, this this doesn't... I, I'm sorely, sorely tempted to take the Bears here, because it's just... I uh, I couldn't justify it. Like, because here's the thing. What, what's, what, what has been the way that to get the Eagles this season? Yeah, is throwing you the ball. Yeah. <laughs> Throw the ball, and you gotta you gotta throw it deep. Do you trust the Chicago quarterback to be accurate enough to make that work? The answer is no. But at the same time, if if you can get, let's say, because of a bad Philadelphia secondary, you get mediocre play out of Trubisky, yeah. that's enough for the Bears to win. That's true. I could see I could see this being like a 17-16 matchup too. In which case, obviously, you want the points, and then once again, there's some sort of missed field goal in this football game. But <laughs> I, I well, just we're gonna lose because of missed field goal. I. I... I, don't I, think like Bears here. Yeah. I think their their biggest weakness is obviously QB play, and I think they're going to get a little bit of a gift from a weak secondary in Philadelphia. I think they'll be able to move the ball with a little bit more consistency, and their defense is still going to be good, so they still should be able to slow the Eagles down. I like the Bears. I agree, Like because the, the five is what's getting me, the, the, the five, because you should be getting three, but you're getting five. The thing that scares the crap out of me, though, is um, – I believe I used the phrase indictment when talking about uh, Baker Mayfield at least like 37 times last podcast. <laughs> um, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna use it here with Trubisky. Um, Nagy putting his team into victory formation with 40 seconds left yep. is a astonishing indictment on how he feels about Mitch Trubisky and clearly does not did not trust him to move that football and not turn it over because. Or, or take a sack or whatever because he they didn't have any time or no they had the one right and it was just they they did not trust him because I I I I don't remember ever seeing that I've never seen the team go into victory formation with 40 seconds left to set up the four second uh, left field goal down one when you could get a little bit closer or even put it in the damn end zone right like like the Saints don't do that right like Drew Brees doesn't go into victory formation and try to kick a field goal the Patriots don't go into victory formation and try to kick a field goal. Right, like it's it's man, that was bad. That was that was something else. That said, the five is sorely te- very tempting to me. Um, 
Next up, last game of the 1 o'clock slate, uh, the Indianapolis Colts, who stole one, absolutely thieved, robbed one from your Broncos there last week, Craig. It's been that kind of year for your boys, and I'm sorry. Um, they're heading to Pittsburgh to take on the Steelers and the Rudolphs with uh, the short week uh, coming for the Steelers. Uh, this game has moved a little bit. It opened up at Colts minus one. I assume the Sharps came in and – or, sorry, it opened up at Steelers minus one. I assume the Sharps came in and got all over that Colts plus one because this game is now a straight-up pick em. How do you feel about that, Bill? <sighs> yeah, I don't really want to pick either of them. Um, I-, I think you take the Steelers here. And the reason I say that is they opened up last week just horrendously, and they let Miami get 14 points on them to jump the game. Um, that doesn't happen, and, and we watch the Steelers just march over them. Yeah. Um, so I think for three and a half quarters, they were better than Miami, which says nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, but for three and a half quarters, they looked like a competent football team. Let's put it that way. So I'll, I'll take the Steelers. Uh, Craig, what do you feel about this one? Pick them. Colts. Yeah, I mean, the Colts have been good to me all year. I don't know why. They didn't cover last week, but they covered all the teasers and whatnot. It's, man, the offense is really good. I just don't know. I don't know. I just got this was a stay away from me. I got a, got a weird feeling about this one, that this this might be the, t- the week to zig when everybody's zagging, maybe take the Steelers, because it certainly seems like the Colts should win this one, but... It's tough because all of a sudden, if you're down, you've got Mason Rudolph on the other side. I don't know. Strange for me. Why? Why do you say Colts? Craig? I just think they're better. Fair. I think they're 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 lots better, and we go to Pittsburgh and get a win. All right. Um, four o'clock slate. Uh, first up, my boys, the Lions, coming off a a, a win, although not as uh, not as in doubt as you would like it to be when you play the Giants, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You know, uh, not not as much of a. I needed that, the, I needed that uh, flea flicker deep ball to Kenny Galladay. Yeah, right? not as much. As, yeah, you, you hope to not need a, a flea flicker uh, <laughs> deep ball to beat the Giants, but uh, you know, win is a win. Um, they're heading to Oakland to take on the Raiders. Dallas Raiders. Uh, Raiders short home favorite minus two. You guys. Um, I think DVOA has these teams relatively even. Detroit's fourteen. Oakland's seventeen. Uh, I think that this is a spot to take the Raiders as the short home favorite, and they might be one of my five. I don't like to do this, but uh, I don't know. I think the Raiders might actually be good, and I think we have to face the facts on that. And no, I, I feel the same way about this line. Yeah, I think it's the pick. And I'm, I'm, I'm skeptical that the Lions can, can go on the road and get a victory there. So uh, I yeah. might be taking the Lions, and I'm a little bit sick about it. How do you feel, Bill? I think this one might get into a shootout, and if this one goes into a shootout, you're—I much rather have for the Raiders. Yeah. Is this the highest? No, second highest line of the week. The, the over/unders—it's a low week for the over/unders. I don't know if you guys noticed that. Only a couple games over fifty, and then the rest were middle to low forties, and then a couple of couple in the in the the low third in the high thirties there. Um, Rams, no Saints. Um, those are teams that uh, have yep. ju- of having uh, the, the uh, higher over under type of lines. True. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. And the good offenses are playing the good defense. The, the, the you know the few good offenses we have in this week seem to be playing good defenses. So you know that'd do it. Um, 
Yeah, no. Oakland, Oakland minus two. Uh, sounds like you wanted the Raiders as well there, Craig? Oh, yes. Yeah, I think so, too. Short home favorite. <sighs> Makes me sick to my stomach. i got to make that one of my five. Uh, next up, Tampa Bay Buccaneers heading to Seattle. Uh, take on the Seahawks. Seahawks minus six and a half, Craig. I yeah. I believe this is the second highest. No, no, no. There's two tens. But, uh, yeah, this is the highest. Not given a touchdown. It's line of the week. Yeah, I um... – I think it's Seattle for me, just because I think that I don't want to. I don't like the idea of Jameis Winston in Seattle having to depend on him for not turning the ball over. Yeah, so, Seattle. For me, the six and a half scares me a little bit, though. The the hook on the on the six and a half is weird. It's a bit of a stay away from me. I don't I don't know if I'm going to make this one of my five. What do you think, Bill? Seahawks. I I really have minimal respect for Tampa Bay this year. I think that Winston made a lot of mistakes. They've been able to air it out and made some pretty impressive plays, but uh, you put them against a solid team like Seattle and they will lose. And I think hasn't been great, but you know, uh, they'll get a couple of short fields here. We'll see how you would think. Yeah, I would, uh, I would wager that that is the move. I I don't know. I just have as a stay away. I just, a lot, a lot of weird stuff can happen. The bucks are a team. I don't want to trust. Um, like, the Bucks are a team that, they're such a Jekyll and Hyde team. They'll fucking get you, right? And uh, they'll, uh, yeah, my, a minus six and a half is a bit much for me because I, I, could, I could see them weirdly winning this game, and I could also see this game them losing by, like, 40 points. So it's, it's so strange to me. So just to stay away from me. Uh, next up, the Cleveland Browns are heading to Denver to take on your boys, Craig, the Denver Broncos. And Cleveland is getting three on the road. Are you kidding me? Uh, Joe Flacco came out today that he is out for five to six weeks. Um, likely that will signify the end of his, uh, uh, tenure as the quarterback of the Broncos. I don't know. Like they, they, they restructured his contract. So yeah. he may, he may stick around next year because there's a lot of dead money that they cut him. Whereas before there was no dead money. It was just a bizarre decision at the time and still yeah. bizarre. Decision. Yeah, uh, goes back up now. Is it going to be Drew Locke or Brandon Allen, correct? Brandon Allen is playing this week. Drew Locke is that IR yet? True. Uh, right, right, right. I forgot about that. Um, uh, Drew Locke hi. football games this season. I'd be mortified if he doesn't. And he yeah. should he come back, but they don't think he's good to go quite yet. So for, yeah, and obviously don't rush him back for this. So what you do hypothetically, and I know this is harder, but if you give the the bot, you can hypothetically activate Locke this week. Then you've got the bye week. I know that that makes his first game in Minnesota, which is suboptimal, but um, that's something you could do. I am going to go with an old gambling adage here, and I am just going to not even look at the two names of the teams that are playing in this game, and I'm just going to take the three-point home dog. Um, No. (laughs) No, the Broncos' run defense has been gashed on a pretty regular basis, and I think that Nick Chubb, like, Nick Chubb gashed the Patriots. Uh, He's going to be able to gash the Broncos, and the Broncos are playing... Essentially, a street free agent quarterback. So, no, I'm. Not, <laughs> I think the Broncos aren't. That's fair. That's fair. Ca- Broncos ca- going to do well this week. That's fair. Counter argument. Um, Freddie Kitchens on the road. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Freddie Kitchens on the road, laying points. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm just saying. That's 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 my counter argument to that one. I might I might just hold my nose and take the Broncos here. And who knows, they might get a shot in the arm here. Like the over under for this game's thirty nine. I would have thought that there'd be no way in hell a Cleveland Browns like when we started this season, there's no way we thought we would ever see a Cleveland Browns line like below forty. Um 
but they they they're they're not good. Like they, like Denver has a better DVOA than Cleveland for God's sake. Yeah, and, and that's both. with that's with Flacco playing. So I don't know. Offense is twenty fifth in DVOA, and it's going to get worse. Fair, like and you're but <laughs> defense is sitting a cool third though. Yeah, so <laughs> there's that. very good. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna trust your your Broncos in this one, even though last time I did they they disappointed me greatly. But uh, you know they allowed 30 points to a team with uh, out Patrick Mahomes most of the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't. Uh, so. wasn't wasn't great. But uh, what are you gonna do? Third weird crap happens on those Thursday games. Um, how do you feel about this one, Bill? Browns laying three on the road in Denver. Yeah, I don't want anything to do with it. I'll, I'll take I'll take the Browns probably just because. Of, Denver again, a court, inexperienced quarterback coming in. Who knows how that's going to go? So, uh, no other reason than that, I'll take the Browns. But I certainly wouldn't put much money on it. Fair. Uh, last game of the four o'clock slate: the Green Bay Packers, all of a sudden looking really friggin' good, are heading to Los Angeles to. Uh, I guess this will be a road game, even though I imagine there'll be like twenty this, to thirty thousand well, Packers fans in, this, in the stands. But twenty to thirty thousand, I think, is a low estimate. Yeah. There might be more Packers fans at this base. Oh, no, because this is a small stadium. But, yeah, uh, uh, yeah uh, it's going to be all Packers. Yeah. All it's, Packers. It's, yeah, it's going to be bad. Uh, the Packers are laying three and a half on the road against the Chargers. The Chargers coming off a, so that's what that feels like, uh, win against the uh, Chicago Bears. Uh, yeah, Packers laying three and a half on the road. How do you feel, Bill? Um... Packers, Packers, you know, on the road or not, I think the Chargers have been bad and the Packers have been pretty damn reliable. Uh, Aaron Rodgers has looked very good in the last, you know, three or four weeks. Uh, Phillip Rivers has looked very bad in the last six or seven, probably. Um, I'll take the Packers here. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised. I feel like we are the only ones on this podcast having the is Phillip Rivers cooked conversation. I don't hear the, are you hearing a lot of that buzz out there, Craig at all? Oh, not really, but like the numbers are not good. No, yeah, I feel I, like I've, I've, I've had a grudging respect for Philip Rivers. He's played quarterback for a rival team for a very long time, but yeah. this is middle of the road offense. Yeah. And I know they've had some problems with protection, but this is a middle of the road offense. And if you look at the names on the offense, it should be better than that. Yeah, and like Phil Philip Rivers, like you said, it's been begrudging for you because you you see Phil uh, twice. You've seen him twice a year for the past fifteen years. Now keep in mind that most of that time it was him losing important games against Peyton Manning, but still. Correct. But uh, <laughs> but you know he he got you a couple of times and what he yeah. he's just he's a Hall of Fame quarterback. It's it's not even close. He's he's a Hall of Fame quarterback. He's got playoff wins. Like. Played in the AFC Championship game once and lost it. Like, oh uh, yeah, but played it on a torn ACL and was oh, good. Oh, yeah, I get it. And, but and like he was going up against a great team. I'm not saying that you don't put him in because they lost that AFC title game. I'm yeah. just saying, like, I don't he's, know. I, he's a I, Hall of Fame quarterback because okay, just based on based on the standards of the NFL. Uh, the, the way quarterbacks get in, which really needs to be reevaluated, because fucking uh, Archie Manning, I believe, is a, a Hall of Fame quarterback, and he had a losing record, and uh, so was Joe Joe Namath is a Hall of Fame quarterback, and Joe Namath's uh, career numbers are atrocious. You guys, he just had the one Super Bowl he won in a yeah. where he was the seventeen point dog. He's famous, and you know he's in there because of one famous game, the first AFL team in the Super Bowl, all that stuff. I yeah. understand. But... He's thrown the six most touchdown passes of anyone ever. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get that. I, I, I just, and, and, you know, I, I, I just kind of like, and look, it, it, 
they haven't had a lot of situations where they have um, where they've been the favorite team and, and lost a playoff game. Yeah. Uh, in right. fact, yeah, they, they they haven't had that happen at all, other than a game uh, against the Jets in two. Yeah, I was gonna say the only one I could remember is one against the Jets when Antonio Gates kicked the flag and uh, Rex Ryan like <laughs> laughed at him, and it was like, oh, that was a funny moment. That was <laughs> the only playoff game they've been favored in the loss. So again, I'm not saying that he's got some sort of horrible playoff history. I just yeah. like like There's you know wins in there. Yeah, yeah. Well, five wins to be to be clear. I just. Uh, uh, I want my Hall of Fame quarterbacks to have probably like at least played in the Super Bowl, but you know you look at yeah. the teams versus been on, and you think to yourself, which of these teams, other than the you know the the torn ACL year that you're talking about, which of these teams is good enough to play in the Super Bowl? So that's true. Um, now some of that has been he's been also dogged his entire he's, career by horrible field goal kicking, um, but uh, like. Cups. He wins for sure. Yeah, for sure. Like, uh, like a dozen. Like, I like it's up to like a dozen now for 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 Phil. Um, but like, I think the things that people will stare at is um, obviously he's from that great 04 class. Eli's going to get in because they value um, Super Bowls above all else. And if you have multiple Super Bowls, you're going to make the uh, the Hall of Fame. So Eli's going to get in first. Oh, and, and I'm usually not a you know a narrative guy, but Philip Rivers is unquestionably better quarterback than Eli Manning's been. Exactly right. And once what once round? once Manning gets in, Phil's going to be up like what two three years after that, and everybody's just going to say, well, if Eli's in, Phil's Phil's numbers are better than Eli, so Phil's got to get in, right? Yeah. Like so. And it's ironic they were traded for each other, so the comparisons make a lot of sense. Exactly but. right. So that's that's what it's going to come down to for me is because I don't think Eli Manning. Is, is a Hall of Fame quarterback for sure, but like just based on numbers. But we owe it to him for taking the two Super Bowls away from uh, the Patriots, right? On that, on that alone, he should get in. Is the thing, but he just he definitely doesn't have Hall of Fame numbers. Um, that said, uh, Packers minus three and a half on the road. What do you think, Craig? On the road, road in quotation. Yeah, for yeah, on the fake road. Yeah, uh, Packers. Yeah. All right, Sunday night. What a game. Beauty of a game. Uh, the New England Patriots undefeated, heading to Baltimore to take on the Ravens. The Patriots laying four on the road. How do you feel, Bill? I think I think I take the Ravens here. Hmm. Um, I, I think the Patriots have been phenomenal, uh, but this is probably their biggest test yet, so give me the extra four points. Let's do some uh, numbers on the Patriots' tests, as you were saying. And you're right, it's their biggest test. And, I, I, and I'm, I've been a Ravens truther basically this whole season. I think that the team is just very well run, very well coached, and very good. Yeah. Uh, the Patriots this season, from a DVOA perspective, have played teams with the following rankings. Yeah. Number 20. Mm-hmm. They have played number 32. They have played number 30. They have played number 25. They have played number 29. They have played number 26. They have played number 30 again. And they have played number 23. Yeah. Here comes team number eight. You're playing on the road. Give me the Ravens. Yeah. I, I'm i going to take Baltimore as one of my five. Um, you're getting points at home with a team that is not only good, but damn good. That said... Buyer beware. That's the second time I've said that on this podcast. Buyer beware because the adages um, do not apply to the New England Patriots. Yeah. Um, here's, here's the one thing I'll say about this game. Uh, the Patriots, uh, they cut Mike Nugent this week. They brought in Nick Folk. 
uh, I just have a feeling that at some point during the season, the fact that Kostowski is injured and not out there yeah. is going to be a thing. Yeah, it's got to be. Now, does that happen in, in week nine or does that happen in the playoffs? I'd prefer the playoffs, but maybe yeah. <laughs> not a night game in Baltimore against a good team. Exactly. And, I could see this game coming down to a, a field goal. I, I remember all these Patriots. For some reason, I remember all the Patriots-Ravens games being close. Yeah, they usually are. Yeah. Because I remember there was like a Billy Cundiff missed field goal in there somewhere. And then there was. So that was the, the playoff game that sent the Patriots to the Super Bowl, which they subsequently lost to the New York Giants. But yes. Yeah, and that was. Uh, I also remember there being a close game when I believe Bernard Pollard nearly killed. Uh, I think that was the game on the uh, run the Ravens had at the Super Bowl where Joe Flacco played out of his mind for three weeks. Yeah, and that was when. Uh, who did he kill? It was their running back, uh, it was, uh, Stephen Ridley. I it believe. was Ridley, yeah. I was going to say, it was either Ridley or Ben Jarvis Green-Ellis. Remember him? One of the all-time great fantasy names. Ben yeah. Jarvis Green-Ellis. Yeah. Now, yeah. Pollard had a history of doing bad things with the players. That's <laughs> true, Brady yeah. Arms, uh, Brady's ACL. Yep. Yeah. Oh, it was bad. Uh, how do you feel about this one, Bill? Patriots minus four uh, on the road. Uh, Ravens. All right. Yeah. I mean, I think the Ravens, like I said, are the biggest test they'll get so far. And I think even if they stumble a little bit, the Ravens are good enough to, to keep it close. All right. Uh, last game, Monday Nighter. Um, I'll bet it'll be more entertaining than, than we're probably giving it. Uh, it certainly will probably be better than uh, Steelers, uh, Dolphins. But no guarantees. That's, low, that's a low bar, Pierce. That's a low bar. No guarantees, though, either, right? Uh, but uh, the Dallas Cowboys are heading to New York to take on the Giants. First time Danny Dimes getting a little taste of this rivalry. Uh, Cowboys laying seven on the road. Um, is I haven't really heard the worm turn in, in New York for Danny Dimes just yet, but uh, if we're being perfectly honest here, uh, he is a easy field goal miss by the Buccaneers in week three away from, like, having nothing here, right? Yeah. Really? Like, now, that being said, yeah. The offense, I think, has looked pretty good. Yeah. They allowed a ton of points when Daniel Daniel Jones has been playing quarterback. But yeah. the offense, I think, has been mostly fine. And that's without Barkley for a few of those games. That's true. And that Darius Slayton is really emerging. He looks like, like a player. Yeah, he looks like a damn good player. He might. He looks like the guy who, who someone's going to pick up into his fantasy league in, in week seven, and that's going to turn the tides of a playoff matchup, right? Uh, yeah, they, 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 they look like they're having a lot of fun. Um. Offense has been all right for the Giants. That's true. Like I'm, not, I'm not saying I'm not saying that Danny Dimes is crap or anything like that. But it's just w- that's the, the one the, way to get that. The brakes have been pumped. Let's just. Say uh, that, I got yeah. that I worked with the Giants fan. I said to him, "Look, the best possible case scenario for you this year is that Jones looks good, and the team loses a bunch. And I feel as though that's the way this is going. Yeah, now, yeah. Is yeah. this front office smart enough to take advantage of that situation? I truly don't know. But I feel like that's the way this is going." Uh, Giants getting seven points at home. How do you feel, Bill? I'll take the points. I think it'll be a close enough game where I'd just rather have the points. I don't have a huge amount of faith in the Giants or uh, or Daniel Jones, but I, I do think it'll be a close enough game. So I agree. Uh, anything to say about the minus seven, Craig? Um, I think the Giants. That's I, I want the Giants. I think it'll be you'll, you'll want the touchdown in this game. And I, I know that the Cowboys are probably just going to throw it all over the place and they're going to look yeah. good. I, I want the seven. Is, do they not have the number one rated offense in DVOA? They do the Dallas Cowboys. So yeah. uh, now 
Mahomes have played each of the last uh, week. Uh, they played last week and a half. Maybe they wouldn't. But the point they've been good. Drew, Drew Brees didn't miss five weeks. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, all right. So that is it for week nine. Here we go. These are the five picks I have come up with while we discuss these games. Um, Washington plus 10 I'm going to take. I'm going to lay the points with Carolina. I'm going to take the short home favorite in Oakland, even though I don't like it because I'm betting against the team that I cheer for. Um, so obviously Oakland winning by one is just the all-time nightmare scenario for me in that game. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> just awful. Why did I even say that out loud? Yeah, oh, God. That, just yeah. the Raiders on the money line, the money won't be that different. <laughs> That's true, yeah. Just that go, way, just... the Lions win, you're like, oh, okay, cool. You don't have the opportunity of missing both. <laughs> yeah, tease them down to a pick. Here we go. Uh, I'm going to trust your boys, Craig, the Denver Broncos, and, and just uh, that's, that's more of a, a me just betting against the, the, the Browns. Uh, and I'm gonna t- I'm gonna take Baltimore. I'm gonna take Baltimore. I'm gonna get a good team at home, getting points, even though it's against the Patriots. And you don't usually make money betting against the New England Patriots. It's just not a smart long-term goal. But uh, for this one time only, I'm 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 gonna do it. Craig Needles, rough week for you last week. Oh for five, couple of tough losses. You got backdoored by uh, Detroit and uh, uh, Houston, but uh, or uh, in the Houston game. Yep. Uh, start the recovery right now, good sir. Okay, well, we're starting uh, by taking the Houston Texans again. <laughs> First thing we're do. What's that old saying? Once bitten, twice shy. Yes, <laughs> that's a London game. Craig dipping in, dipping his toe into the London waters there. Yeah, that's right. I'm feeling good about it. Uh, I'm also gonna take uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. All right. It's more of a bet against Chicago, but yeah, I'm gonna take the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. Uh, I am going to take the Green Bay Packers. I'm going to take the Baltimore Ravens, and I'll be taking the New York Giants. All right. Uh, Bill Needles, bring us home good, sir. Yeah, i got a few similar ones in there. I'll take the Giants as well. I will take the Packers, but I'll go against Craig and take the Bears. I will agree with Pierce, take the Panthers. And are we offering my Vikings minus one? I'll give you the Vikings minus one. Minus one, yeah. And I will take the Vikings minus one. All right. There we go. Uh, crossover podcast available at the crossoverpodcast.com, facebook.com slash crossoverpodcast, and soundcloud.com slash crossoverpodcast. Uh, we're on iTunes. Please rate and subscribe. Five stars only. And as always, you do not have to listen, but please download the crossover podcast. Uh, again, uh, no comic book stuff uh, coming up for the rest of this month. Uh, got to wait till. Uh, a lot of Star Wars content coming up, though, once that Disney Plus app, app drops. So we are going to get Star Wars heavy on this podcast uh, pretty dang soon. Uh, I watched Attack of Clones the other week, you guys. And let me say this. I think Queen Amidala in in Attack of the Clones may be the worst written female character in the history of of anything anytime somebody put pen to paper or or a typewriter anybody sat down in front of a computer or typewriter or or with a with a fountain pen and papyrus i think that might be the worst time a female character was ever written and specifically by a man too michael bay is spinning in his grave right now michael bay's got nothing on this i won't go into the details Uh, there'll be plenty of time for that i'm sure you'll come on some of the star wars stuff bill but there'll there'll be plenty of time of of talk for that on another pod but i i man there that attack of the clones is something else i gotta say um 
yeah, but you guys will be back next week. We'll break down week nine and discuss uh, the gambling prospects for week ten, as we as we like to do every week. Um, it's good talking to you guys, and uh, take care. And we'll talk to you guys next week.